1: Live from a bunker in the heart of the Ozarks and also from a home under a blanket made to look like a tent because she's sick. (laughs) It's Sif Pop. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That was really accurate. That is the truth. We are in separate places today to do this Sif Pop.
2: I feel like a child. I feel (laughs) like a kid again.
1: (laughs) Why do you feel like a kid again?
2: Well, you know, I haven't been in a tent like this, you know, a homemade tent out of uh, blankets and um, sheets that are tacked (laughs) to pillows and held up by lamps and uh, chairs and and also our elliptical machine. (laughs) (laughs) My tent poles are literally an elliptical machine and a lamp. And pillows. Well, it's cool. It's
1: cool that we can do this. Uh you're starting to feel a little bit better. Let's just kind of give the background before we get, you know, too far into this thing. Uh today's today's episode of Sift Pop has been ravaged by illness. (laughs) It's
2: true, because we actually had a special guest who's gonna be coming and visiting, and she also got sick. Aaron, talk about that.
1: Yeah, Gray Drake, uh the senior editor for Rotten Tomatoes was gonna join us today. It's been in the plans for a while. In fact, I was getting ready to tweet it last night because we're excited to have her on the show. She's uh, a good friend from, you know, when I've made trips out to the movie awards and stuff. And and uh, right before I tweeted that we were going to have her on the show, she emailed and said, I woke up sick this morning and my voice is not going to be back by tomorrow. So I was like, ah, bummer. And then, of course, you've been sick all week. Like since Ugh. Wednesday, you've been yeah. uh, as sick is putting it mildly. You've you've been down for the count. So I'll let you talk a little bit about that. But just to say, we, you know, I looked like for a second we were going to go from the critic, the geek and the girl to just the critic. <laughs> That's right.
2: So I think I now understand what it feels like to be beat up by Ant-Man, you know, where you can't <laughs> see what's hitting you. But like you're down for the count. That's what it feels like for sure.
1: Uh, headache, nausea, all that kind of stuff. Um, just been a crazy few days. Aaron,
2: I was so determined to work though. I love what I do. We have so much fun stuff happening right now. It's like the worst time to get sick. And so I was so determined to get to work yesterday that I made myself drive into work and I should not have done that. No,
1: you should not have.
2: And I got to work and I am, I must just take a moment to say there are those there are those times whenever somebody that you've known for a while becomes like next level of friend. And usually it's when something really horrible happens. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. you know, you're, they hold back your hair when you vomit, which <laughs> happens. So Aaron, <laughs> congratulations. You're like next level friend. Uh, in Thank my you. Life now. I've leveled
1: up. My friend level <laughs> has gone up.
2: It's true. Uh,
1: yeah, you, you threw up a, some sort Ugh. of Oops. Okay. What was we don't that? want to talk about this, I, it Aaron. Was, but it was people, very, don't, want it was very people don't want to know. It was very fruity. People don't want to know. It was <laughs> very fruity. It didn't. It smelled oh. really good. It was actually like a potpourri entered the room.
2: <laughs> Gross. It was like <laughs> That is so disgusting. <laughs>
1: and also true. Uh, just glad that you could actually have a voice today and be. You're feeling better. You're like feeling more okay.
2: Thank you for asking. I am. It's interesting to do the show apart from you, though. So this is going to be an interesting thing. I also can't be in the chat today because if I have the chat open, then I will hear our own show echoing back. So I can't be with the chatters today. So I think I'm going to hop into band during our episode today and chat on the Sif Pop band.
1: You can't open it up on your phone and just turn it down all the way. And be oh, in the chat guys, that way.
2: that's right. There is also an app. There <laughs> is. There is. Right, let's blame it on my not feeling well and not just me <laughs> not remembering. It. Let's just pretend like I'm really not feeling well you, right now. Do you have
1: your uh, do you have your phone in the in the blanket for it with you today?
2: I do. There I you thought go. ahead. It,
1: <laughs> there it's you too go. late,
2: I'm already in the Sif pop chat. That's too bad.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: I'm gonna I'll pop over into the chat chat.
1: There you go. So Danae will be in the chat. You were already getting um like those slow motion no screams from the uh, <laughs> chat room. So they're like,
2: No oh. <laughs> Okay, for those of you that are listening to this podcast later, you're always welcome to join us for our live show. We do it on Mixlr.com. There is an app which I'm going to right now called Mixlr, and you just search for "Shoe the Dough" all one word, and you can find our show and subscribe, and then hang out with us during the show.
1: It's gonna be a little bit, a uh, little bit more laid back today. Obviously, you know, we're just kind of chat. Uh, we had planned on all three of us seeing Bridge of Spies. Uh, the Tom Hanks movie and obviously Danae did not get a chance to get out of the house to do that uh, so I have seen it so we'll we'll play that a little bit by ear and then Danae requested to talk about some TV she's been wanting to talk about for a while so we'll do that and uh, then we'll have some buried treasure at the end uh, for like we always do with Sif Pop but that's kind of the order for today we'll kick it off with some uh, Bridges spies here's the trailer
0: You've been selected for a mission which you are not to discuss with anyone outside of this room. We are engaged in a war with the Soviet Union.
1: This war does not, for the moment, involve men-at-arms. It involves information.
0: Important has come up. We've got a Soviet spy. But there's a wrinkle. They got our spy pilot. Or oh, the head full of classified information. The Russians want their man back before he cracks. We want you to negotiate the swap. I'm an insurance lawyer. I'm not sure I want to pick that up. Are you good at what you do? This will be a first for the both of us. You should be careful. The next mistake our countries make could be the last one.
1: Ooh, the next mistake could be the last one, Danae.
2: I wish I had an idea of what this was about. I really do. I was so looking forward to seeing this movie because I'm like, okay, I'm going to go see like a serious one with like, yeah, time actors and everyone's like, this is going to be a great movie. And I'm curious to see what that means for somebody else. Cause for me, it's just like, I like Tom Hanks and big. <laughs> well, so like, this, is, I, I, this is different. So go ahead.
1: I have to admit, uh, are you stirring tea right now? It sounds like you've got like a teaspoon.
2: <laughs> no, I really, I did. <laughs> I apologize. I forgot no. to take out the spoon. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> no, it's fine. Tell
2: me, tell me more, Aaron, while I sip my tea.
1: Uh, I was really looking forward to your opinion on this one as well, because it is a different kind of movie, I think, than we've really reviewed so far uh, on Sif Pop, since you've been kind of doing the every week kind of thing, because we're getting into award season, right? So there's this thing that happens during award season where starting in October, they start releasing these, You know, uh, high profile movies with big name directors and big name actors and big stories and dramatic turns and all that kind of stuff. And I think, you know, we're seeing that with, you know, Bridge of Spies coming out and then many others. uh, Everest as well was kind of, you know, a start into that, although that has the big screen element to it as well. This is a movie about a true story of a lawyer who was an insurance lawyer that the United States government tagged to defend a Russian spy who was caught spying on the United States during the Cold War in about 1960. Uh, uh, and That s-
2: seems like maybe that's not the same situation. What do you mean? Like, that seems like maybe they shouldn't have chose a lawyer that does something completely different than be like a defense <laughs> attorney.
1: In fairness, the movie touches on it a little bit. He did have some recognition for some stuff he'd done with Uh, They wanted
2: a dump guy. They Mm. wanted a fall guy, right?
1: No, you know, the movie is really pretty even-handed about this, and it's one of the things I like about the movie. Uh, There are many people who uh, really say, look, this is what we're about, giving people a fair trial, and we have to make it at least appear as if we are doing that. So there are people all along that spectrum of actually want it to be a fair trial to, you know... We're just going to make it look like it's a fair trial. Obviously, we're going to send this guy, you know, to the electric chair or whatever. You know, so you've got that whole gamut of people uh, doing that in the movie. Hmm. So it starts. So
2: did it, would, did it have light moments or was it like intense all the way through?
1: Uh, there's some humor. I mean, Tom Hanks is a funny guy and he he understands even in drama how to have a little bit of lightness so that you like him so that he's appealing. You know, there's like.
2: There's those movies where it like never it's such a serious topic and it's such a serious movie it never like light, lightens up and sometimes those are boring because mm-hmm. of it did this one like keep your attention because that's I guess why I'm asking if it was I had a moment of laughter to break it up
1: yes, yes, but, there absolutely were those moments um. Those moments, it's look, it's Steven Spielberg. He gets it, he gets how to, to bring an audience along. He tells stories very, very well. Even if you think of his movies like, and again, we're going to play the has Danae seen this movie game? Uh, Yay!
2: <laughs>
1: even if you. Okay, he, let's
2: play. Let's play. <laughs> all right, all
1: right. So, even with Spielberg, other Spielberg dramas like um, Schindler's List? No. Okay. Uh, or let's see what other one would be a good example Saving Private Ryan? Now. Okay. So even with movies like that <laughs> which are these these crazy intense movies, right? But they have these moments where you're led into the fact that humanity is all across the spectrum, not just serious, but light, you know, levity. And it seems weird to say that there's levity in Schindler's List, but there is. There are some moments in that movie where the, you know, the characters, you find that likable moment with them to have a little bit of a smile, even more so in Saving Private Ryan with the soldiers. Um, so so
2: when you say, you know, it's Steven Spielberg, I have no reference point. That's like saying, you know, it's some, I don't know, actor or sports player, sure. and I wouldn't have any idea what that means. All so right. when you say, it's Steven Spielberg, what you're trying to say is he knows what he's doing, and he's not going to, like, leave you out to dry. It's he, Tom Hanks. They got this.
1: Yeah. He's got... Uh, Spielberg is... Um, Possibly, I'd throw Alfred Hitchcock into the discussion. Possibly the greatest director of all time. Uh, when Whoa. you when you look at the movies that he has directed, let me just throw some at you: Indiana Jones. Okay, <laughs> I
2: have seen that.
1: The, all three Indiana Jones movies he directed. He directed Jurassic Park. He okay. uh, he directed Jaws, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Um, now we're
2: getting into ones I haven't seen. Sure, sure, but, but okay. I'm just I saying. It.
1: But you know, E. T. I mean, you know these are movies that are, you know, well-respected, loved, um, and revered, right? You know, you hear movies like E.T. and Jaws. This is, you know, what Spielberg has done. And he, uh, Catch Me If You Can was a Spielberg movie. Another incredible film with Leonardo DiCaprio. Really fun. Kind of an underrated Spielberg movie, in my opinion. Um, I haven't
2: seen it. Also, we're really deep into lists right now. Just
1: wanted, <laughs> hey, just to let you, you took out. me there. You wanted to know about Spielberg. Uh,
2: I if, think you would turn anything into a list if you could. <laughs>
1: Fair enough. Here are the three things I would turn into a list if I could. Um, Oh, Lord. Just kidding. Uh, So anyhow, uh, Spielberg is widely considered one of the, if not the greatest director of all time. And the reason is on the screen through this entire movie, he knows how to tell a story. He has the audience in the palm of his hand. He uses visuals in a way that keep you engaged even when there's no dialogue on screen. There is much of this movie that is silent. And it, it still has all this you know, pathos and power to it because he is telling the story with his camera. And he's just really, really good at that, if that makes well,
2: sense. I would still – I'm still interested to see it because I do love uh, – I love it when that people can bring a good story to life.
1: So yeah. Yeah. And, and is it a
2: good story? It, it is a good story to, to tell? I mean, so if they could put their hand on anything and make it gold, mm-hmm. is it a good story to tell, though?
1: I believe so. Um, I think there are some interesting elements to this that keep it from being a perfect movie for me. And I think they have to do with the story, but I think they did the best they could. What's really interesting about this is uh, what they decide to play with thematically, meaning what they decide to make the movie about. They make this movie about how what other people see when they look at you does not determine whether what you're doing is right or wrong. And it's, you know, it obviously plays into him defending this Russian spy, right? The morality of that decision doesn't depend on what the country thinks of him. The entire country now places him in this reviled category because he's, quote-unquote, defending a traitor. Um, And yet he believes, and the movie I think does a great job of saying, that this is the right thing to do. Now, the interesting part of the story that makes it a little difficult to tell is that's not what the whole movie's about. In fact, the movie really is about uh, a prisoner exchange that comes later on in this story. So there are really kind of two key elements to the story. And because of that, the movie can feel a little split in what it's trying to do. Um, I just think that's kind of the normal difficulty of this man's life. But both are key elements to the, story, the story and yeah, and to what he does. So I think they do uh, a decent job. Well, it sounds like
2: of. you're passionate about it. Like, I can't see you right now, so I can't confirm <laughs> this. But it sounds like you have a good time, like... Enjoying the movie that you're, were you able to put your analytical brain aside and enjoy it.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Cool. I, ha- I had, I cool. had, I had a great time. I think it's a, a wonderful movie. I think it has some really beautiful things to say about difficult decisions and the way the world looks at you. Um, you know, there are uh, there are moments, and I, n- I really don't want to spoil any kind of the the plot yeah, moments. Yeah, don't
2: spoil it because it, yeah, don't don't spoil stuff, Aaron. I, mean, I won't. Get I won't do it. I won't do they it. They will they will write you messages <laughs> and they will. They will hate on you.
1: I will say, I will say, there uh, there were no helicopters, so no worries there. But um, I'm glad
2: you could confirm that because <laughs> I have no idea.
1: <laughs> uh, I, without giving away any of the plot points, there are moments where the way that the writers, and in this case, another team I love, uh, Joel and Ethan Cohen, uh, the Cohen brothers. Uh, who have written and directed some amazing movies themselves, actually had a writing credit on this. And you can feel them in the way that they weave these themes into the smallest of plot movements. And it's just, it's a really, it's really brilliant on a couple levels, uh, how they do that and come away with a consistent theme. So um, this
2: makes talking about like lame TV shows way worse because it's like wow this sounds so layered and detailed and well executed and you know it's very complex and it's like a great delicious meal and i'm like ready to talk about bread with american cheese on it
1: (laughs) yes yeah no guys i've been
2: in bed watching stupid tv shows all week
1: (laughs) uh you know but that's but that's fine right those that's the spectrum of entertainment. It's the spectrum of pop culture. You can love both. You can love a grilled cheese sandwich as much as you love a steak. You know what I mean? They're just different kinds of food, and sometimes you're in the mood for one, and sometimes you're in the mood for for the that other. That is true. I, I is very true. much. I try very much not to belittle or look down on uh, what would be considered um, junk TV or junk food. I look down on what I would consider to be. Um, Useless television, or you know, that doesn't have something to say, or something that pours, you know, into a a deeper element. But I, but you know, there are just some times you, you want. I mean, Survivor is possibly my favorite show on TV. I mean, it is week in and week out, one of the most engaging shows I watch. And it's just a junk reality show, but they just do so, such a great job. With the humanity of it, I think of there's putting there's people room for both. in
2: danger of dying <laughs> that it makes it way more interesting than them talking about potentially who they're going to be dating <laughs> next week. I get it
1: yes yes of course of course <laughs> uh, there were a few I more... like how go ahead.
2: Uh, In the chat, uh, there was a BDG said, was there ever a bridge made of spies? (laughs) Dot, dot, dot. He can't answer that. Most likely it will be a spoiler. But then Caleb said, this is the year of good spy movies. It continues. Right. That's true. We've watched so many spy movies this
1: year. There was some really interesting espionage stuff in this. Uh, Really? Yeah. And I'm sure they did their homework that this was kind of some of the ways it worked in the 60s. And I was just like, oh, that is so clever and interesting. Cool. And I, I really. So and you would
2: recommend it for sure.
1: And it, it's all front loaded at the beginning. Oh, yeah, I have no problem recommending this movie. I did have a few other things uh, I wanted to mention about it. Uh, one is. But
2: that, I don't want to talk about the movie anymore. I'm
1: bored. <laughs> no, you're not. No, I'm
2: kidding. Go ahead.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> we haven't talked about the performances, for one. Uh, you know, I
2: thought this was one of those throwaway, like, it's Tom Hanks. He's great. But you're right. We need to give him the stage. Go ahead, Aaron. Uh,
1: it's Tom Hanks. He's great. Okay, I'm done. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, mm-hmm. He is, though. He <laughs> is really, really good in this. I would say there are any Captain Phillips moments here for him. Like, if you remember Captain Phillips and kind of the end I scene. Didn't watch and, it. and, of course, not. <laughs> um, and his moment at the end where he is... Uh, Don't spoil anything. I'm not going to spoil anything. But he's oh, acting no. on another level. And... Uh, there's not that moment in this movie the character he's playing is a no nonsense stand up guy and he plays it very very well but he doesn't have any brav- you know bravura to his performance you know what i mean there's not that like academy award winning moment you know in his role here
2: well it's bad it's too bad
1: yeah he's great though and he just he comes. he it's like if
2: the story doesn't allow it good for him for not going there right exactly
1: i totally agree i totally agree i think because you you
2: can't you can't make a you can't make a statement like that in a movie that doesn't require that level of a swing you know because mm -hmm. like even though i didn't see captain phillips i know the whole thing because of the previews of course um Mm -hmm. I know the whole movie. I don't have to watch it. That's that's what I tell myself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Pretty much anymore, man. I hate previews. More and more, everyone I see, I hate them.
2: But you could kind of tell, you know, you're out on the sea. You've been captured. You know, you're not the captain anymore. That's a big swing emotionally. Right. Whereas, you know, in this one, it's like, hey, everybody is misunderstanding me, and I have to defend this guy because it's the right thing to do. That's more like taking a stand, and that can really show in a performance, and it can fail in some performances too. So, I'm not at all surprised that Tom does a great job. I think he's fantastic, he's my favorite actor.
1: And I, again, I will mention the second half of this movie goes into more of an actual, you know, spy stuff. And again, the trailer gives it all away, so I wouldn't technically be spoiling anything to say kind of what no, happens in that second I haven't half. I have seen but the trailers,
2: I haven't seen the trailers. I know, I know. Don't so, I'm not,
1: I'm, not, I'm not going to. Um, I but,
2: can't hit you from this far away.
1: <laughs> but just to say, just to say, it's not all just kind of that courtroom stuff. There is actual action that happens. Uh, Thank as goodness. We to if you want that, just
2: go watch Matlock, guys.
1: That's right. That's right. Uh, one of my favorite comments uh, from the chat. Uh, Does Tom Hanks ever say, you are a spy? Uh, that made me laugh because it's a Pixar reference. Danae, do you know that reference?
2: Um. Uh, i mean it made me think of lord of the rings you shall not pass which is totally <laughs> different you know just that dramatic pause like fly you fools or you shall not pass
1: or yeah, possibly woody talking to buzz telling him he's he's a toy you are he's a not to- a toy huh? no he is a toy yes he is a toy you are a toy Sorry. that's the reference anyways i thought that was <laughs> hilarious good times Moving on.
2: There's more. Hey, what's this one? I don't know this one. You are a sad little man and I pity you. What's that one?
1: (laughs) That's also from Toy Story. Oh. (laughs) That's Buzz's response. We can go through the whole... Should we just go through the rest of the movie? (laughs) Let's just all quote it together.
2: In addition to being terrible at seeing movies or remembering movies (laughs) I've seen or remembering names of actors, I also am terrible at movie quotes. I'm terrible at it.
1: Yeah. I mean, really, like, it, it just solidifies to me how perfect you are for this podcast i just i i this love seems ridiculous it. it does seem ridiculous but that's what makes it so wonderful to me you know that, that what makes can-
2: it wonderful is being forced to watch pop culture and talk about how horrible it all is and how like except <laughs> for you're usually the one defending it i know and then to find out that you're actually kind of having a good time but here's my fear this is my fear Aaron. yeah my yeah, fear yeah. is that this is going to wear off like you know what i mean this something is yeah. going to just wear off and I'm gonna be tired of it and I don't know what i not do. We'll have to.
1: We'll see. We'll see. So far, I mean, you're the one that was defending Pan, so.
2: Yeah, but I'm defending crazy movies that you guys are like, <laughs> this was pretty lame. I'm like, oh, I had a great time. Or like the spy movie where you guys are like, this was straight up awful. And I'm like, it was cool because there were different oh, angles Hitman. with the camera. <laughs> yeah.
1: I love it, though. I love it. I, I love that you're finding those moments. You and know what I
2: feel like? I feel like I'm in part of like your psych experiment, Aaron. That's what, the, that's what it is.
1: I will not deny that there is a little bit of experimentation going on. I will not deny it at all. Uh, the other negative I did want to mention is the movie has a problem with what I call false investments. Um, it makes you invest in certain parts of the story that don't have a lot of payoff at the end. So, I've been
2: in relationships like that.
1: Right. There you go. Uh, it's yeah, the same idea. Yeah, you just idea. look back
2: and you're like, what was I doing?
1: Yes. So there are those moments where the movie says, okay, invest in this, and then it doesn't really circle around and pay off uh, anywhere else. And there are two specifically that I can think of that I'm not going to go into specifically because I don't want to spoil, but, um, but there are those moments in the movie where that happens. Again, it's minor, very minor. This is a great movie-going experience, and I'm, I'm not surprised with the people involved.
2: Well, there you go, everybody. Let's yep. all clap for Aaron for going and seeing the movie by himself.
1: <laughs> My wife came with me; she Ooh. liked it.
2: Oh, cool! Yeah. That's cool.
1: Yeah, we had a. Uh, she said she really enjoyed it. So
2: that's nice.
1: Yep. And she can let you know in the comments because I think she's listening. If you're if you're listening live. Uh, okay, Danae, you have decided you want to talk a little bit about TV today. Yeah. So we can do that. Should we first talk about Patreon a little bit?
2: Yeah, let's talk about Patreon, Aaron.
1: Go for it. Well I'm Patreon take Patreon is a
2: website. Um it's you have to type in P A T R E O N dot com slash Aaron and Danae to see what we're about to talk about. So if you're a your computer, you can do it right along with me. Here, let's type together. <laughs> I type faster than some, but I'm already there. And what you'll see is Aaron and Danae. Hey Aaron. If you want to take over, you just let me know. <laughs> I don't know if you remember this, but I've been really sick. <laughs> this may or may not be the best idea.
1: Well, but so far right now we, we have... know Patreon is a website. <laughs> That's good. We've, we've set the stage. You're doing great.
2: Okay, cool, cool. So the point of this website is to allow artists to be able to continue with their art. And so for us, it's doing an audio show, and that's what you're listening to right now. We create right now two podcasts with plans for a third one to be released in another $20 a month. We're going to do our third podcast called New Music Digest. But right now we do two podcasts, one on Tuesday, one on Friday. Right now you're listening to SIF Pop on Fridays. We are supported by 22 people. So thanks to those who uh, contribute to making Shoe the Dough possible.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you. You can go to patreon.com slash Aaron and And a dollar a month is you know kind of the, the start. Uh, if you can do a dollar a month, three dollars a month, five dollars a month, whatever works for your budget. It'll help us continue to do this kind of fun stuff.
2: We like to pick random people to thank. Uh, when we do our podcast, yeah. so I want to thank Hannah today, Hannah, thank you for being one of the 22 people making this possible for everybody else, because this is a free show. We do the show live on Mixler and it's also free to download in the podcast. You don't have to pay for the podcast. Uh, but doing all of the work to make it possible, having the bandwidth and the equipment and, and things like that to make this possible, that's what um, those people are supporting. And then also every time we launch a new show, it takes another level of work. And we're hoping soon to be able to get our third person in the studio.
1: Ooh. Yes. That's my fun.
2: that's my favorite goal to try to paint for people is imagining what we can do with, like, being able to help somebody else you know, jump in and do this with us, which would be really, really fun. So,
1: Yep, we want to make stuff that's fun for you to listen to and has a little bit of meaning and kick for your day too. So um, we're, we're excited about doing as much of that as possible. So thank you for helping us out. All right, today. I feel like
2: now would be a good time to also say, if you guys have any suggestions or comments or anything that you want to see done differently or thought about differently, uh, please let us know. We love hearing about your feedback, not just on iTunes and Stitcher, but also like just general emails. Like if you have something that you uh, want to suggest. So our email is Denae or sorry, Aaron and Denae at gmail.com.
1: Do you want to change it to Denae and Aaron? Do we need no. to have this conversation live in front of everybody? <laughs> Are you sick and tired of being, being put second in the email address?
2: No, Look, no, I'm used to it by now.
1: You're first in the abbreviation. Okay.
2: That's true. DNA, see,
1: that's right. So there you go. All right, D. I feel
2: like you needed to talk about that, so I'm glad you got that off your chest. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's right. It was a it was a workaround for me to actually get something that I needed to talk about. That's right. Uh, tell us a little bit about the TV you've been watching.
2: I have been trying to figure out what to dump from my watching because, unlike you, Aaron, I don't want to keep watching things that just aren't exciting to me. Like you watch stuff to review it for your audience, and I think right. that's awesome. And you'll jump into something and you'll carry it all the way through so that you can have a conversation with the fans and of uh, your movie friend and people that might be interested in a show.
1: Okay, so, let's, can I stop you right there? Because I want to talk yeah. about this a little bit. Um, I don't do that anymore. Uh, if, if, I don't like, if I'm not invested in something after three episodes, uh, I, I give up on it. Um, if I've stayed with something for a season or two and it gets bad... I'll let it go. I just don't See, have time I anymore. I just that's don't have time anymore right to, to to do that. I mean, there are some yeah. things that the audience does want to know about. And right. uh, I'm willing to, you know, kind of enter into that conversation even if I, I'm not enjoying something um, right. because the audience demands it. But for the most part, the stuff people want to talk about is stuff I like anyway. So yeah. I just haven't run into that. So I, I, I have dropped several I'm things.
2: I'm paying attention more to what I'm watching, I think, because now part of my media intake is being, you know, largely influenced by movies. And so just during my regular day, I don't mind having, like, the little TV on in the corner just kind of playing through something. But I'm really starting to want to branch out beyond what, I don't know, like, I've been watching for the last five years or so. So I'm making kind of like – I'm trying to figure out which ones to drop. And I'm dropping Bones – Mm -hmm. and Grey's Anatomy, for sure.
1: I dropped Bones a couple seasons ago, actually. It's just
2: not good. it's still not great. In fact, I would say it's getting worse. And there's just so many TV shows that play up the whole, you know, there's been a murder and you have to solve it. Um, What really makes a great show is I don't like looking at the murder side I like solving puzzles I like that but it's the characters that really kind of draw you in after a while because there's like a fun interaction between mm-hmm. them and just over the years the connections between the characters is really getting sallow and then that one has been bumming me out because I'm like oh yeah I felt like you were dropping off a little while ago but for sure I can't I can't keep watching even the season. I'm probably not gonna finish this season.
1: I have to tell you, it this is where it actually changed for me was about three or four years ago, uh, whenever they added like the twelfth new version of CSI or whatever. Um, it, it just got to the point where so there were so many crime procedurals on TV, and there still are, that it was like, I, I just I'm so done with this format. I, I know it by heart. I know exactly who the killer is by the way they introduced them. Uh, I know you know yeah. what I mean like you just you see right through it and it's just for me
2: it's just been it's been filler it's been a filler in the background right that's, that has been my normal and that's okay to a certain degree but now I'm realizing I kind of want to at least be watching something that might have some interest to it yeah like bones is bones sank down to a pretty a lot of them haven't Grey's Anatomy being the other example um I started watching Mysteries of Laura which is terrible and I, <laughs> I, I kept I kept watching it even after the first couple that I saw cause I saw it on a plane once like an episode and I was like oh I wonder what that one's about and it was worse when there was audio like it was better when it was just video and you could kind of like pretend like you knew it was happening and then when I went and watched the actual episode with audio it was like the dialogue was just awful and everything was so terrible so I kept watching it because it would make me laugh because it was so bad.
1: <laughs> it's a valid reason.
2: <laughs> I was like, this is just can't get worse. No, it actually did. So um, those are the three I'm dropping. And for now, I'm keeping Once Upon a Time and Heroes Reborn. Those are my keeping for now list. Because in- Heroes Reborn hasn't gotten any better yet. And that's been disappointing.
1: I am also keeping Heroes Reborn for the time being because I love the... Uh, the world so much like I love the the what what is possible you know the potential of that universe and I love Zach Levi so I am going to keep watching Heroes Reborn Uh, once upon the time once upon a time was the one I wanted to talk with you about have you watched this season yep Uh, are you caught up like have you watched the first three episodes yep I am, I am so out on this show and I don't know why I keep, I'm, I'm still watching it other than my attachment to Disney, you know, the Disney universe. Like it's just the thing
2: that's the most disappointing to me is that they're doing something with their characters where they're, it's like, they don't care that there is history between characters anymore. They're just changing things up just for the dramatic effect of it. Like, you know, you've got characters that have been building a relationship towards each other and they're doing that thing that i don't like where two people can't ever be be together that that tension of them being separated by something is what keeps the show going oh, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. how they that's how they make every relationship in this show every relationship in this show they continue to keep these people apart because they know the audience wants to see them get together and we're going to ride the waves to get there and I'm getting that point where I'm kind of like I feel like I'm being messed with in a way because the two main characters are the main characters at least right now um, are Emma Swan and Captain Hook, right? Mm-hmm. So these these two who have had a very interesting relationship for a while and they've been kind of playing them into now they are together in a relationship and then we're going into this season trying to figure out what that means and quite suddenly you know, Captain Hook who has been fighting for her for so long is just really like flippant with her. And it's just, I don't quite understand why they won't, they won't let any character across the map, whether it's a bell and Mr. Gold or any of these other characters. Um, even the mother son relationships that they keep tearing apart and husband and wife relationships that they keep tearing apart. There's constantly this like focus on that, um, on that lack of completion and it's it's starting to get to where I'm like, I don't even know that I care to watch this except that there are those familiar feelings because like you said, it's Disney. And in that way, it's kind of like the Muppets, right? Where there's something so familiar about this and it's drawing me in even though parts of it I'm just not enjoying. All the Muppets is new enough that I'm going to ride that one much longer, I think. Um,
1: and then you have I'll- to go and pull Pixar into it. And, you know, what am I supposed to do? You promised me Merida is going to be part of the show. And she shows up for, like, three seconds in the first episode. And then, bye-bye. Like, what, yeah. like, what was that? Like, what? Well, I mean, I'm sure it'll come back. I'm sure it will come back. But it's just one of those things where, uh, so, this is, I think, the best way to put it. We're watching uh, the first episode and Merida from Brave shows up on screen. And my son, Justin, who's my second oldest, so like around, f- he's 14, comes walking by and he looks and he says, is that Merida? I said, yes, that's Merida. He says, dad, this show, I can't even. And that's it. That's exactly my <laughs> thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> this show, I can't even. It's just like.
2: See, and that's what I'm saying is like, if they're losing even that audience that there's like, well- And I'm going to get nitpicky in a girl way here. Um, Emma Swan's hair, right? So she's now the Dark One. And when she's in Dark One character, she has, you know, sort of like leather, like cowl thing on. And that looks really cool. And her makeup isn't colder. It's almost like she's got white skin and kind of like different flecks will show up of gold and that mm-hmm. kind of look cool, but her hair is absolutely awful. <laughs> it's like they just went to the Halloween store and found some white spray paint and just sprayed her hair, you know, and you've got to do that because you can't, but what about a wig? Why not a wig? Why not do something different than just spraying somebody's hair white, it looked so bad. I was really disappointed in that. I was like, come on, guys, you've got a budget. You can do better than that. (laughs) But that's what it is. It's kind of like they just know they can put stuff out there and it doesn't have to be the best for it to be really popular. And that's why I have it on my keeping it for now list is because I think I'm still going to watch it, but I've I've. It's sad because my expectations have dropped so low. I don't know that it's going to recover and like come back to this like really great um, show before it fizzles out, and that makes me sad.
1: Yeah, no, I I totally agree. Um, I I am still watching it. Uh, it is not one I have let go of. I think it, again, it's just because of that love for Disney. But um, you know,
2: similarly with Heroes Reborn, just real briefly on my keeping it for now list. I noticed also that every one of these characters is running around with like this impending feeling of doom with no clue what is going on. Mm -hmm. And that's every single one of these lead characters that we're supposed to be excited about, but you know, we're not, it's like, it's, that's another, it has that same kind of stretched feeling as once upon a time for me, but I do like some of the shows I've been watching and I have three that I can mention there too, just real quickly mindy project last man on earth and the awesomes on hulu those are three that i'm starting to enjoy
1: i am so glad you mentioned last man on earth uh that was actually going to be my buried treasure for this week oh really i'll go ahead and pick a different one because i want to talk about it now um i this show is so good it is so (laughs) funny so well written and so clever it is doing things that no other show is is doing, and it's just, it is not typical, and I love that, you know? Like, it, it makes at, uh, atypical choices, and I think that's cool. You know, there's
2: a there's another show that I'm watching that's not typical, which is sort of a fun thing. Like I said, I'm kind of moving away from Fox, you know, shows or whatever, you know, like Bones that have mm-hmm. these prime times, and I'm moving more into these quirky internet driven, you know, even more internet driven shows, I Mm -hmm. would say for me, because that's how I'm finding them now. Um, but last man on earth, it's quirkiness is something that's fun to follow. Whereas some of the other shows, their quirkiness is sort of offensive. And Mm -hmm. this one is, it's in that sweet spot for me, right? Where there's just some weird stuff that happens and it's definitely adult content for sure. It's not like you can drop it down in um, for, for all kids or most kids probably cause it deals with some pretty crazy topics, but how they deal with those crazy topics is quirky and fun. And it's not, it's not offensive. It's just, it, you would imagine that people who are left on the planet really would be wackadoos like this, right? Like <laughs> if, what what's the girl's name? Is it, uh, Claire? No, uh, um, no,
1: no, 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 um, uh, oh, what's her name? I can't remember either.
2: It's Phil and.
1: We'll get there. We'll get there. Go ahead.
2: I'm totally looking it up. Carol. <laughs> it's got to be Carol, right? Yeah, 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 yeah Carol. Matt Carol. Those two together, it's fun to see them back together in this season because mm-hmm. they were really fun and quirky before, but now they're together for other reasons because they kind of actually want to be. And that's a really fun thing to develop. And for these other uh, people that survived, you know, were kind of Coming back into understanding them differently, because when they were in the first season, you kind of liked everybody and you really hated Phil. But now we kind of like Phil and we were really upset with everybody else, which is sort of a fun place to be as an observer. Mm -hmm. So it's a really fun show. If you haven't watched it yet, I would recommend it for sure.
1: And I love, I love how even as quirky and strange as this show is, I love how real it feels. There are moments in this where you're like, yes, that is exactly how this would be i think if for instance and you know tv shows are are weird when it comes to spoilers uh you know i think this was in the the season debut but uh where they're separated and he accidentally leaves her somewhere and I know. like his him trying to, i'm like that because how would he how would he find her? <laughs> like it's he just like, He would have uh, no way. And I just like now the way he found her was ridiculous and probably would never work. But
2: but but the way that she survived while he was gone was so accurate and hilarious. Oh, right? and I like, have like, to was, say
1: uh, there is. OK, so she gets let and I, I don't care that I'm spoiling, spoiling this because it's hilarious and it's just a little joke. But I, I just this this is representative of how funny this show is. So he, she gets left because she wants to bedazzle a little bit of her shirt. He finds out that she's gone. And when we get back to her, her entire shirt is bedazzled. <laughs> like it is one big bedazzled but- shirt
2: but the, but they don't draw attention to it. No. they're such a smart show. oh I know there's not they're not zooming the camera in. it's something that you would observe because you're paying attention to these characters. and you know what you're paying attention because you're watching this isn't a background show. this is one you're you like to watch because there's all these nuances and fun things that come up on the camera that you're you're drawn into and it's they're doing a fantastic job of being in like the apocalyptic world with real people and not really forcing forcing much. It's ridiculous and silly but it's it's my favorite show and i i would really really highly recommend it
1: yeah it's good stuff i just real i just uh i think have a good comparison of why i keep watching once upon a time i think it's the same reason i keep watching saturday night live because as awful as it can be every once in a while something really clicks and i think that's true with once upon a time every once in a while the way they treat a character or turn a story actually really works And I want to see those moments. So it's like waiting for that good skit amongst the, you know, five bad skits on Saturday Night Live kind of thing. Which, by the way, SNL has been awful so far this year. Like, I haven't found it. I haven't
2: watched (laughs) SNL in so long because it got awful a long time ago for me.
1: Yeah. Well, it gets, I mean, it it goes in waves, right? And everybody says, oh, the new cast will never be as good as the old cast. And then there's always stars that break out from every cast. You know, it's just like, it just tends to happen that way. But, um, but, yeah, this this the first couple episodes this season have been whew, pretty bad. No laughs. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. Pretty, pretty bad. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. Uh, so did you hit all the TV you wanted to hit before we uh, get into our buried treasure?
2: Yeah. I mean, there's other shows I watch, but those are the ones that kind of rose to the surface of my imagination. If you guys ever watch a TV show or a movie and you want to know our opinion on it, shoot us a message, let us know, and we can... Um, We can weigh in on that. You can shoot us a message on our website or in band or on Facebook, wherever you want. We'll get back with you.
1: Absolutely. Um, Also want to let you know before we head into our buried treasure for this uh, sickness um, addled episode of Sift Pop. uh, We have a live show coming up that we hopefully won't be sick for. Uh, November 20th, and you can put it on your calendar if you're in the Springfield area, Springfield, Missouri, I should say, the Ozarks. Uh, we will be doing a live show at Classic Rock Coffee uh, on November 20th. Is that right? I don't have yep. it right in front of me. On November 20th, uh, we're going to be doing segments from different podcasts that we do. We're going to have special guests, kind of an Aaron and Danae and Friends evening. And we're going to have a blast. We'll have giveaways and lots of fun stuff. So if you happen to be in the area or want to make your way to the area, uh, we would love for you to see the, the podcast element live on stage.
2: We're going to have a um, hostess, which is Sarah Forhats, who does local KY3 News. She's going to be hosting the event, um, music to open up the podcast. I'm going to be playing a few songs with a couple friends. And then we'll do our live show with special guests, like Aaron mentioned. Uh, Nate and the Saints are closing out the night. And we are going to be having giveaways throughout the night, as Aaron said, too. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And we were hoping, um, actually for some potential help because we're trying to do the video of the night and if that happens we're going to need people kind of helping us to manage the the chats and things and we know you guys who are listening live right now might be interested in that so be watching band i'm going to release some stuff here probably in the next week for you guys
1: and uh also uh, wanted to mention that there's some exciting news with our radio show on the horizon as well some uh, some different Ooh, areas I mean, are guys- around the country that uh, might be taking some of our radio stuff so that might be happening here in actually stay tuned Monday probably have an announcement on Monday about that so <laughs> <laughs> we
2: tees. might even that was we might even do a periscope about it because we did get a comment that we've disappeared from periscope this week that's true <laughs> well
1: it's what happens. <laughs> when you get sick. I'll be on Periscope a lot today. I've got three more movies to see today, so I'll be uh, periscoping movies all the rest of the day after I'm off. Well, here, do so. you
2: want to uh do you want to get into buried treasure so yeah, you let's can do it. get all right. Well, do you want to start or do you want me to start?
1: Well, I've gotta find a new one, so I think you should start.
2: Okay. So I have kicked into high gear on um on reviewing games for the show and reviewing apps in general. But I have seriously five different things I've downloaded and I've been kind of playing around with, but it all really started off for me when I got the app called Google Rewards. And you might know about this already. This is an opinion slash uh, survey app from Google. And what you do is you get it, you fill out the initial form, and then they notify you anytime there's a survey that one of their affiliates wants to take and you get paid in Google store credit for taking those. Um, so far I've taken, let's see, I think I've taken six. I've taken six different surveys and I've earned $1.70. Yay! $1.70! Um,
1: <laughs> $1
2: the cool thing is that there are a lot of sales that'll happen on the Play Store though. So I was able to get three apps for 10 cents a piece All with credit that I had just earned, and then I still have a buck seventy left. So even though it doesn't seem like a lot, um, you might have to save up for like an app that costs ten dollars, obviously. But for the ones that they'll have up on sale, so I downloaded quite a few. So again, it's called Google Rewards. I would recommend it because it's free—you know, free money basically—just for filling out an opinion. I got a dollar for just saying whether I was male or female. That's a big deal (laughs) apparently. So. (laughs) <laughs> no joke <laughs> uh, that sounded. that's kind of weird oh, that sounds weird if, you I have, was if say, that's if my you're... quote without context that's so messed up
1: <laughs> listen we don't recommend walking the streets and, and uh, no, offering man. to pay people a dollar to tell you if they're male or female uh,
2: yeah don't do that it's just a bit I think it was,
1: it's just. I think it was creepy.
2: Caleb though uh, that recommended Valiant Hearts I think it was Caleb I did get that game, and I am going to do a review on it. Um, Monstrix recommended Goat Simulator. I also have that one that I've been messing around with. I saw
1: you messing around with that one.
2: Yeah, and then I grabbed one that's $0.10 on sale right now called Raid Brigade, and that one has captured my attention enough for me to get to level 10 already. So
1: Nice. Yeah,
2: anyway. Those are my little buried treasure pieces today.
1: Very cool. Well, I'm going to go with a show that we didn't talk about for my buried treasure, and I haven't heard a lot of buzz about it, but it's different than anything else on television, and I think is doing a successful job at what it's attempting to do. Uh, It is Best Time Ever with Neil Patrick Harris, and I've watched the first four episodes, and I have to say I'm having a good time. And the reason, one of the main reasons is it is a live show. And so I can really relate to that. We do this live show, you know, twice a week right now. And every week he comes on live on national television and does a variety show. So he he hosts it and he has a guest announcer every week that's like a celebrity. And they do like the, you know, announcing in between. And he'll have some, you know, repartee with them and, and different things. And it's kind of funny. And then he has these little things he does that just little segments and fun you know, games that he plays with either celebrities or people in the audience. One of my favorite things about the show is it really highlights the audience members in really fun and interesting kind of pranky ways, but always good prank. You know, always like, surprise, we did an amazing thing for you kind of thing. And yeah. uh, and so these people are just attending this show, end up getting called up on the stage and finding out that for the past, you know, three months... Neil Patrick Harris and his producers <gasps> have been in their life, like doing no. things for Yeah, just stuff like that. So it just really Oh,
2: that's so clever. Yeah, so that, really that means clever that there's and, a lot of forethought going into it.
1: Absolutely. And that happens uh, at least, you know, once an episode where it's something like that that's that's kind of big and, and interesting. And you it's know It's
2: like candid camera, right? It's a new yeah. twist on candid camera. Yes,
1: exactly. It's it is candid camera meets, you know, um, uh, Oprah giving away stuff at her show you know what I mean like it's that positive yeah. you know kind of thing that happens there um, was a
2: podcast um, that was recently done on Candid Camera I, th- I can't remember if it was uh, Radio Lab or if it was This American Life but one of those two just in the last couple like this week I think earlier this week they did a podcast on um, what's the guy's name that started it uh, Candid Camera
1: uh, Alan Funk Funk
2: yeah. Yeah. Fund. Yeah. Fund. Yeah. That's it.
1: Yeah. I think it's Funt. F U N T. Yeah. Yep. What a strange so, last name.
2: <laughs> it was really interesting because, um, you know, before it was a camera thing, it was all audio too. Yeah. yeah so, it was a radio show. Yeah. Yep. I didn't know that. So it was really kind of a neat thing. So it sounds like it's just a fun way to see that concept come into our modern day television because, not a lot of people tune in for live TV unless it's a sports event really or or like a show a re- awards show. So if there is a TV show that can break out because it's fun to watch live, that's a really fun thing.
1: Yeah, and it doesn't it- I, I think they could do more with the live aspect because it doesn't feel like a live show, which is good. I mean, that's to their credit. You know, it feels well produced and well done. So although there have been a couple of times where they've had technical glitches and they've had to just kind of run that's through cool. it. But don't um, you kind of
2: like that? Though? I love that.
1: Oh, I absolutely love that. You know, because it
2: makes it feel more like you're part of a moment. You know, I think mm-hmm. that's why. And guys, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like that. That's why uh, should the is so fun. You know, you get like a little notification from Mixler that we're live, you know, we usually don't do very much, you know, ahead of time before we go. We put it in the event, we tweet about it pretty much within about 20 to 30 minutes, give everybody kind of a little bit of a buffer time. But it's what happens in the moment that makes the live show fun. Right. And then if it has a bit, if it has like a long tail, kind of like our show has the ability to go into a podcast form later, you know, you can watch the show later and it still has that great feel. I think I should probably watch it because I've been wondering about it. I was kind of afraid I wouldn't enjoy it.
1: And you might not. I mean, I, I have. I have enjoyed it. And I also love how talented Neil Patrick Harris is. At the end of every show, uh, they do what's called the end of the show show. And live, they do this big, like, Broadway number where oh, fine. he, like, whoever they have guest in that end of the show show, Neil Patrick Harris learns how to do what they do. So, like, when it was, like, this, you know, Cirque du Soleil trampoline group, he was on uh-huh. the trampolines with them doing this stuff. What? Like, it was, yeah. Yeah. And when it was uh, like these pogo stick guys, he did a backflip off of a pogo stick to finish off the show. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's just like he's a super talented guy, and it's it's really cool to see somebody put themselves out there like that. Yeah, I don't know that I would do that. Backflip off of a pogo stick live on national television. Can you imagine how wrong that could have gone? Like, that's that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yes, I can imagine all of the ways. Because here's what I did: I put myself in that situation. I was like, "Oh no, no, Mm-mm. nope." <laughs> I would probably like impale myself on something, or
1: exactly bust my lip
2: open, or
1: so I you know. would. I'd recommend it. I think uh, best time ever is uh, as somebody in the chat said. Maybe not the best time ever, but it's certainly a good time. So it's certainly uh, enjoyable in that way. So.
2: Well, how was this for you, Aaron? I mean, you, this is the first time we've ever done a podcast and we've never done a show. We've never even done this before where you're way over there and I'm way over here.
1: No, no, this is a first and it was strange. It was a little weird. weird. Um, the, you know, the dynamic is totally different, right? Than when you can't see someone and when you can see them, uh, you know, but. Oh, I, really? Is oh, it? Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh,
2: oh. Right. Yeah. It feels totally weird for me, too. (laughs) Note to self, do not ask for more time at home.
1: I didn't say it was bad. I didn't say it was bad. I just said it was different. Um, But I'm glad that we were able to do it. I'm glad that you're able to stay home and get rest. And if you feel well enough to to build yourself a tent and get on oh the podcast goodness. that you could be able to do that because it you, I know. Wish you
2: guys could see this tent it's pretty fantastic did you take pictures uh i don't i gotta figure out a way to take a better picture oh, okay there has to be a better way i think i'm gonna ask you should my periscope to come back from in
1: inside tent. the tent
2: okay <laughs> i could i could here's my sickly self <laughs> periscoping from in my tent <laughs> Cool. Yeah. Well, I had a good time and I appreciate that, you know, technology has advanced enough for me to be able to maybe in my living room connecting for the podcast and um, hopefully everything will be back on board running smoothly for Tuesday is the Shoe the Dough show.
1: Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to Tuesday. I think we're going to do a random tandem on Tuesday. Uh, so excited to have, you know, kind of one of those episodes. We will have another No Longer Safe in Our Addiction series coming up pretty soon. Uh, so we're excited to do that for shoe the dough and then, uh, lots of good stuff coming up movie wise. So Sif Pop on Friday is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we'll see if we can get Gray Drake on, uh, some weekend here, but we've always got, uh, we've got our, our rotating line of geeks waiting to talk movies with us. So we haven't talked to Josh in a while. We haven't talked to Captain Logan in forever. You know, there's, there's all these people we love to talk to. So. And Jeremy. Yeah. Jeremy. We've never had Jeremy on.
2: Oh, <laughs> that's probably yeah. He well then definitely he's been out the longest then. I <laughs> uh, probably need to rest now.
1: <laughs> you, you might. I'm having get hallucinations. Some sleep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you so much for tuning in again. If you want to support what goes on here, uh, it's what keeps us going. You can go to Patreon.com/slash Aaron and, Danae and uh and give a dollar a month to keep. Uh, Denae able to <laughs> rest at home in her tent. Um, and other hey, than- when
2: we do random tandem, can we also do "Would you rather"? We do like a little round of that.
1: Yeah, I think so. You'd probably okay. rather do that than a one-word story, huh?
2: Every day. <laughs> Every day I would prefer that. However, it's really fun because I get feedback whenever I say I haven't enjoyed it. I always get like a message, whether it's on band or like a pro- whatever. <laughs> With, I love it when you guys do One Word Story. It was one of the first questions that was asked when I was like, are you guys going to do One Word Story live at your show on the 20th of oh, November? Yes, we are. No, we're not. <laughs> You are such a liar. We already, we already mapped out the whole event and it is not on there. <laughs> you can't add it now, Aaron.
1: I, I'm looking at the map right now. I, it says it right there. One word story. You don't remember you that You are such on a liar. There? You are
2: such a liar. You're going to make me drive to work and double check that stupid board. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice. Well, have a good day and make sure if uh, you're on the street that you don't offer people dollars and ask them if they are male or female. It just gets awkward.
0: Please. Good takeaway. Thanks. At Parker.